Welcome to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast, where we discuss all things human design and how it can support you and your spiritual journey. This is not a one-size-fits-all podcast. We are here to inspire awareness about how we are all different and help you answer the questions of who am I? What am I here to do? How am I here to do it? You can thrive and live the life of your dreams just by having awareness of your true self. So dive deep with us, get inspired, and start living your life on purpose. Hello, and welcome back to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast with your hosts, Dana and Shayna. We are so excited to be hopping on here today to record an episode that we've been meaning to record for a while. We just have been wrapped up in other really fascinating and interesting things. We're going to talk about what happens if you don't know your exact birth time. And this is really common. A lot of people don't have that information on their birth certificate, and they're just going off of what their parents said. There's a million different reasons why you might not have your birth time. And we're going to talk about how you can kind of remedy that and the different things that we recommend. But I'm just feeling grateful to be here and I'm feeling like summer is here and we just had a new moon and I'm feeling that fresh energy. Although now that I say that, probably by the time you guys listen to this, it won't be a new moon anymore, but (laughs) I'm just feeling fresh and excited. I'm feeling creatively lit up right now and on fire. And I feel like one thing that we don't talk about enough in general, and maybe we should have a whole episode on this, is how if projectors are totally in love and fascinated with what they're doing, they can seem to have an endless amount of energy. And that whole like two to four hours thing isn't so important because it's two to four hours of hard output, right? And so... I'm just feeling, we get that question a lot. Like I am so in love with what I'm doing, but I'm working 10 hours each day to put my creation on the world. And it's like, if you are so fascinated by it, we see that happen all the time for projectors. So anyways, I'm in that stage of life where I'm freaking, I wanted to say work, 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 (laughs) working on my shit. Like I am and it feels good. Wait, is that a real song or did you just make that up? No, I think that's a real song. Oh, because if I... Well, but now I'm questioning Well, I thought if you made that up, girl, you better copyright that shit. That's good. Okay. Um, (laughs) No, I feel the same. Like uh, when you're so fascinated in what you're doing, especially for me, I have like tunnel vision. Like it's the only like thing and I have to remember to like, oh yeah, go have social time and like nourish your relationships. And like those things, like almost I have to remember to do them because I'm so into whatever we're building or creating. And it's funny because that working 10 hours a day thing, I just wanted to kind of spell this out for any other projectors listening. There's often days where we, in quotes, work 10 hours a day. But really, I want to kind of spell out what that looks like. That week means like a slow morning where like we check some Instagram DMs or some emails and have some conversations and then have a whole like hour off where we have breakfast and do meditations outside and do our morning rituals. And then we come back and, you know, do a podcast and have a conversation. And then we like brainstorm on something. And then we take another two hour break to go grocery shopping or whatever. And then we come back. And so it's not like full consistent, you're working all the way through, right? So as a projector, when we talk about building that spaciousness, it's like you're creating these these spaces where your life gets to happen effortlessly with your work instead of it being 
okay, you're putting your hat on and you're just working and then you can live your life. It's like the two are so interwoven when you're Mm. really truly in alignment that it's not like consistent work in the way that we think of it. So this is what we're talking about of like projectors can do anything. Projectors can build a business. It's just the way that in which you do it is going to look different in the end than other people. Yeah. And we were just talking about that on another podcast that we were on about how it doesn't matter if you're a generator or manifester or manifesting generator, reflector, whatever. Any of the types can do anything, right? You can be a a manifester and be a guide. You can be a generator and start your own business. You can do anything that you want to do. It's just saying the way in which you get there is how you're using your energy correctly to get there is the way that you're wanting to lean in, right? That did not make sense, but you know what I mean? (laughs) So it's really knowing like, it doesn't matter like what type you are, how can you optimize your energy? That's what your type is telling you. Mm -hmm. And you can do anything that you want to do. So I am wanting to create and I'm super fascinated and my daily life feels like a co-creation with the universe. And right now I'm super fascinated and lit up by the things that we're birthing out into the world and working on. So it's all intertwined and woven in and I'm just juicing on it. So birds are chirping. They're always (laughs) chirping. I think I say that like every other podcast. Birds are chirping. Dogs are barking most of the time. And we're creating. Yeah. 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 So to this episode, I was just going to say that um, for my summer, I'm just getting ready to head up to Tahoe, which is my like, um, you know, ritual for the summer is like traveling and making more space for adventure and play. And it's really funny because for me as an energy projector, I just kind of realize how important it is for me to be able to go do things that are fun and also being an emotional projector and having my uh, solar plexus defined. I really crave having like exciting emotional experiences and adventures and that desire and really getting to be creative and play. And so I was just saying that my life is feeling so full right now and I just am really feeling grateful. And to be honest, like the last couple of weeks have been really challenging for me. And I've been feeling like a little bit overwhelmed and like, cause I am making this move and we have so much going on and there hasn't been a lot of space and like just my hormonal health and things have been a little bit off really, to be honest. And I just had this huge shift that happened on the new moon where I really realized that it's this repeating theme for me of remembering to have faith that like you're supported and like the universe has your back. And this has been such a theme that it comes in and then I feel like I really master it and then it comes back out and I need to relearn it on a new level. And with this new moon, I'm just feeling like so supported and the universe has shown me so many signs. Literally last night I got like 15 signs from the universe of being supported. And they came in all different directions and from different places and different people texting me. And I did like my own full moon ceremony and pulled cards and just got this overwhelming message that for myself, but I really also feel for the collective, like this summer, you are held. So have fun and experience the joy of what you want to create and what you want to share and trust that that path that feels exciting and joyful for you and feels like your dream life. Like the reason that you want that is because it's for you. And so I just wanted to share that. I know we've all been experiencing a lot, like even with our politics and in the news, 
there can be moments where life feels really overwhelming. And it's important to see those things and to feel those things and to allow ourselves to be moved by that so that we want to take action and we want to help create change. But it's also important to know it's not all on you. The world is not on your shoulders, right? We're all in this together. And the more that we can show up in our joy and creating the things and having the motivation to create the things that we want to create in our own way, that's the greatest gift that you can give to other people. So I just wanted to drop mm-hmm. that in because if I'm feeling it, I know so many of you probably are too. This just this new fresh breath that's just kind of coming in of like, okay, we can ease up on that start having faith, start having fun. And really that's going to be the most fruitful place for you to create and be of service. Yes. And I, that's such a great note of like, there is so much pain and heartbreak and scary shit happening Mm -hmm. right now in the world. And I've literally been like bawling my eyes out about it, but also feeling like the expanse of my heart is big enough for both yes my ecstasy and joy and creation and excitement and my absolute rage and pain and whatever and there's so there's room for both of it within me and that yeah it's not all on my shoulders but it's so interesting gosh this is not on topic either but I saw this girl on Instagram. She's like the space girl. I can't remember her exact handle, but she's like this NASA space girl. She has like a Netflix show. Anyways, and she's talking about how on social media, it's kind of like this collective town hall that we've all created. And um, this social space, like community space where you sharing what you believe in and what you're passionate about and what you're fired up about and angry about, confused about, happy, elated, all the things, it does influence and impact the other people around you, whether they like it or communicate with you or engage with it at all, because it's sparking those conversations within their own life. Oh, I saw this, exactly what I'm doing right now. I saw that and it made me think of this and that's so fascinating, so interesting, or like I never saw that perspective before or that completely enraged me. I can't believe there's so many people that believe that. All of those different things. It's like this town hall. So you speaking up and sharing and whatever, I don't think that it is performative if it's real for you, right? Like if you're donating, if you're, this is a topic that you are sitting with and pondering and learning from and are passionate about, this whole platform and world of social media is our new town hall. And you even sharing your creations and your website and your ideas, it's like the equivalent of taking a flyer for your business and posting it like at your community center with little pull-off tabs with your number. So super fascinating, also super random, but we're in a new world and I'm just ready for it. Yeah. What did I... There was like a movie trailer that just came out that I saw last night that was like the teacher like printed out flyers for school play or whatever. And they were like, that's the environmentally un safe version of a tweet <laughs> and like, like printing off a flyer and it's like true like we're going like flyers are now all online and it's just really fascinating so rant over <laughs> what happens if you don't know your birth time yeah so this conversation we wanted to bring to the podcast because we get so many questions about it like we mentioned and you know the first thing that we want to say about your birth time is that your soul chose it with great specificity right so your exact birth time is really crucial because very small little minute things in your chart can shift and change from minutes or you know 
hours. If you're off by an hour, that happened to me. Like I, my mom told me I was born at 6.30 PM. And so I started running my chart at that time. And then I actually saw my birth certificate and it was 7.39. So an hour and 39 minutes later, so many important things that I had been really focused on shifted and changed in my chart. And it was like, such a significant thing. And that was only an hour and a half. So we really want to talk about like your specific birth time is so crucial and important for those reasons. And, you know, your soul chooses every single part of your design with great specificity. And that's a big part of really honoring your birth time and embracing it. It's connected to really embracing your design and knowing that there's no part of your design that's a mistake. And so if you are a projector and you're still struggling with like, I wish I was a manifester and I didn't have to wait for the invitation. I could just initiate. So important to have this conversation of really knowing that your soul chose to be a projector for a reason, right? That was going to be the thing that helps you be who you're meant to be and do what you're meant to do in the way that your soul really wanted to experience in this lifetime. So every single gift that you have in your chart, every single channel that you have in your chart, you can think of these things as the unique life lesson curriculum that your soul chose for you. Your soul really wanted you to go on this journey of having these qualities and having the qualities that you have is a journey, right? Because every gate and channel has a highest expression and a lowest expression. Every quality you have has a fear side of it and it also has a gift side of it. It also has an inward side and an outward side. So there's so much growth and evolution that can happen in just living life with the qualities that our soul chose for us. So making sure that you really honor what those life lessons are by being really specific and knowing your channels and gates is so crucial. Yes. And if you really aren't resonating with your chart, you feel like you're the exact opposite of something in your chart, really double checking your birth time. That's the first thing we would say. And If you can't find your birth certificate or find it on your birth certificate, one thing you can do is call the hospital and see if they have any records on file. Another thing you can do, obviously, is ask your parents like when they kind of think you're born. And then you can run your chart a few times throughout that and see what resonates for you. Most likely, your profile is going to change, but your type will stay the same. Your authority might stay the same. See what changes and see if it's significant or not. And then if your profile does change, for example listen to our profiles episodes, see which one really resonates for you and start there. Another thing you can do is do a birth rectification reading. And that's with an astrologer who that's what they do. And they ask you a series of very, very specific questions to help nail down your specific birth time. We don't have someone that we highly recommend for that. So if you do, or if you are one, feel free to email us because we would love to be connected and see how it all works with you. So you can do that as well. And really knowing like the smaller that you get in your human design chart, the more important your birth time is. So like those arrows on the outside of your head that are part of your PHS chart and a part of your routines and rituals, which you might've seen us talking about recently on Instagram, that can change based off of the minute that you're born. So really, if you know, you're writing down that you're born at 9.30 AM, like was it 9.30 or was it 9.33? Really checking in to see can be really important because like Dana said, you your soul chose your parents, your soul chose 
when you were born, how you were born, your soul chose what you look like and how your gifts are here to be expressed, how your physical body, your physical energetic container is meant to take carry you through life to express all of these gifts in their highest expression. So all of your perceived flaws physically are the things that you are you chose to come in with to be able to be your life purpose out in the world. So if you can just start to kind of like give reverence to the fact that everything that you are, all the fears that you have, all the things that are you perceive as bad or not worthy or not good enough or whatever, those are all on purpose. You are on purpose. And if that's true, how amazing is that? How incredible is that? And let's work with what we have to really pour into the gifts that you have. And with that quality of your soul chose even your physical features, this is something that my parents have told me like since I was a kid about reincarnation. Like your soul is choosing your physical features because that's what it thought would be the best for this lifetime or to you know help you move through the world in the way that you're kind of meant to. But I heard someone say once that your soul chooses these physical features because it believes that they are the most beautiful out of all and that it would be the most beautiful to experience. And I don't know why, but just hearing that felt so nourishing to me to think about this higher perspective of of your you as a soul, really like choosing everything about you, not just out of utility, because these are the lessons you need to learn, but out of beauty. It's beautiful to experience these things. It's beautiful to experience certain heartbreaks or, you know, soul contracts and have that growth. Like, can we zoom out of our human conditioning perspective? And can we see the beauty, the deliciousness of all of the things that we are? And even, you know, talking about that conversation of your soul chooses your parents, all of us, no matter who your parents are, we have a lot of karma between us and our parents and things that we learn from them that are really easy, things that we learn from them that are really challenging, no matter who your parents are. And can you see the deliciousness in that and the beauty in that? And, you know, I think it's really interesting. A lot of times we hear someone who is, let's say, for example, a projector and they're like, I don't know why, but I have like eight manifestors in my life. Every partner I've had is a manifestor. My dad's a manifestor. My first roommate was a manifestor. And I definitely think there can also be this kind of like soul karma, soul contract energy that it's like your soul wants to magnetize. Your magnetic monopole is leading you towards these people because you have something to learn from that dynamic of your energy and their energy. So how can you start to see that as a beautiful and playful and amazing thing to explore and dive into instead of just looking at it like, oh, it's just something that my soul chose like for utility. Can we? Can you really tap into the mystery and the wonder of all of that? Yeah. And looking up your parents' charts, that can be so illuminating and and then just honoring like the differences, you know, even meditating on why you chose the, mm-hmm. your parents and the beauty of, you know, not being perfect and what that journey looks like for yourself, but also for them and also in your relationship with them can be really beautiful. And I want to talk about some of the questions that we get with being born. <laughs> and one of the first ones is, I was born via C-section or my child was born via C-section. Is that the same thing? Is their human design going to be just as accurate? And the answer is yes, absolutely. Because once again, your child chose you as their parent or you chose your parents and chose the way that you were born. So whether it's a natural birth, 
that you're being like pushed out or whether it is a C-section, it really doesn't matter because it's looking at the way that the neutrino stream is coming through your body after you exit your mother's body. So that moment that you're born is really important there. So if you're confused and you're like, what are neutrinos? You can look back on some of our more technical episodes with human design that we've done in the past, but it doesn't matter how you were born. It just matters that you were born. (laughs) So profound. (laughs) And that exact time. And another question we wanted to answer was a question about twins. This is a question we get all of the time. If I have, you know, twin children and they have the exact same human design chart because they're born at the exact same time, why are they so different? And we think that studying twins and seeing their human design charts is fascinating because you get to see how they have the exact same energetic characteristics, but they're soul is completely unique, right? And that's how our design works. Each of us has our human design, these energetic traits and qualities and kind of geometries that create the way our energy flows and structures and what our gifts and purpose are, but we're still completely unique. And we have our own unique soul that our magnetic monopole is guiding us towards our unique life path. The interests that we have are going to be different than someone else, even if they have the exact same design. And I don't have a twin, but I do have a very close best friend that it has almost my exact same chart. And obviously we have some major differences if you get to the really small nuances, but it's amazing to see how different we are, like the different things that our souls are attracted to are different. Our life paths are completely different. But also when I look at her, I have always felt like she is my mirror. Like there are qualities, energetic frequencies that she has that are exactly what I have. So on one hand, it's like we're completely different because we've chosen different interests and we have different career paths and we live in different places and our lifestyle is different. But We have the same energetic qualities and gifts and our life purpose is so similar. And I really feel that. So it's really beautiful and interesting to see that. And also with twins, an amazing place to look at to see where they are different is to get further into their PHS because chances are they might have, maybe their motivation is different or their perspective is different. And you can see these big places actually in the deeper, deeper levels because they're minutes apart in their birth where they might have some differences. Yeah. So if you're just now hearing about PHS, um, we have PHS booklets on our website, daylunalife.com, where we'll, you know, we can create a, a write-up for you that explains exactly what your perspective and motivation are, how your mindset really works. And we also are going to have videos actually for all of those coming soon to the website. So pay attention for that. But with twins, this magnetic monopole, your G-Center, your soul really resides there. And it's this magnet that is pulling you towards your alignment, your path in life. And that's why you can have twins that have the exact same design doing completely different things and being completely different because we also have this side of our nature versus our nurture. And our nature is our design, right? It's the gifts that we have. It's who we are from the moment we're born. And then our nurture is our conditioning. And that might look like one of your kids is, you know, in school has these friends and the other one has those friends and they have completely different experiences that are conditioning them, completely different people with their own designs that are conditioning them. And that's going to lead once again to seeming very different. But the core of it 
in understanding their designs is, okay, yes, you are completely your own being and your own person and you're doing this. The best way that you want to do this thing that you're wanting is to lean into these gifts, right? Is to operate your energy in this way that really serves your energetic frequency. And same thing for this child over here. Even though it's a completely different thing, they still are expressing their gifts in the same way, the same techniques and tips can really serve them, even though it's in a completely different thing. And I also want to add on to that. that I had friends when I was growing up that were twins, and I noticed that they really took in the mental conditioning that it was important to be unique and they didn't want to be the same. So some twins wear the same clothes and are totally cool with being twins. And other twins, I've noticed they're intentionally with their mind and with their mental conditioning going against sometimes what feels natural because they're trying to seem different than their twin. So these friends that I'm talking about when we were young, they were always kind of like going against what they really wanted because they were operating from a place of not self mind conditioning of trying to seem different from each other. And then as time went on and they matured and kind of grew into the true version of who they are, now I think they seem so much more similar because they're no longer trying to have this like conditioning ego that keeps them separate. They're just doing what feels right for them, what feels authentic for them, what feels natural for them. And it's easier to see the places where they are so similar. Yeah. And this really just weaves right back into, it doesn't matter what it is you're wanting to do so much as how you are doing it with your design. So whether we have the same design or different designs, it's just really understanding yourself understanding what you love, understanding what's radically authentic for you and leaning into that. And that's really the most important thing. So if you're listening or you have a loved one that you just really don't know their birth time, my father-in-law, actually, he was born in a barn and he doesn't know. <laughs> like literally. When, literally born in a barn. And he doesn't have a birth certificate. Well, he does, but it's like later generated from the hospital. And his mom doesn't really recall. And so it's kind of going off of guessing and looking at the different times and seeing what profile really resonates. And then, you know, deepening that would be doing a natal rectification session. So there's a few things that you can do. We've met a lot of people who said, like, my birth certificate didn't have it on it, but I called the hospital and they had it. So that works a lot too. So just kind of try it out and see what works. But I do think that even without your specific time, just knowing your type and authority, if that doesn't change much throughout your day or throughout that time frame that you kind of think it's in, just that alone can be enough because when you're using your strategy and authority, everything else falls into place. So yeah, we love all of you non-knowing birth time people. And we support you. So reach out anytime. And we are so excited. We have a lot of big announcements coming in the next few weeks even. So stay tuned for that. And we're sending you all so much love. Of course, you know where you can connect with us, daylunalife.com or Instagram at dayluna. And have a beautiful rest of your day.